0: Have you ever worried about what other people think about your voice? In this episode, I'm going to share a story, really a painting, from the life of Vincent Van Gogh that I hope will blow some fresh confidence under your wings. And I'll share what I think we need to do to earn our vocal worth without depending on anyone else's opinion. Stay with me now. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at Judyrodman.com. I can, fix you, I can teach you I can make you. The Van Gogh immersive exhibit that I went to in Nashville recently was truly a sensory symphony. As I sat in the middle of the gorgeous soundtrack and the artist's priceless paintings projected in video movement onto walls, ceilings, and floors, I was reminded that sometimes greatness in art is not recognized when the art is created. I had a number one song as an artist that had been written 10 years prior to my cutting it. Many movies failed at the box office only to become wildly successful in syndication. For the sake of the creative heart, an artist, no matter what the art form, needs to understand the value of their creations, even when public validation is missing. Is this true for you? Let me ask you some questions. Have you ever wondered if your voice is valuable? How do you make that determination? Whose opinion about your voice influences yours? And have you ever worried that you will never be successful with your music or speaking career? Well, check your pulse. You're human and you're a creative. Most people who choose to work in any of the arts struggle with questions of validation. Encouragement, acknowledgement, attention, applause, approval. These are like sunlight to the vulnerable creative spirit Offering up what it just made for this sometimes cruel and/or ignorant contemporary opinion. We can control what we choose to create, but not how our creation will be received or perceived. OK, so let's talk about that story from Van Gogh. I was visiting the house of my friend, string player and arranger Chris Wilkinson several years ago with a young singer-songwriter that I was vocal coaching and producing. We brought tracks to Chris to get her string magic on them, and when we were in her living room, we noticed a print of a painting of shoes by Vincent Van Gogh on Chris's wall. As we studied it, Chris shared one interpretation of why he painted these oddly beautiful, dilapidated old shoes. He lived with his brother and was too poor to afford a live model at that point, so he used what he had on hand. Common objects like flowers and shoes were etched into art history by his brilliantly creative hand, but were mostly ignored by his contemporaries of the time. In his lifetime, Van Gogh's art was considered worthless, a commercial failure. Now, of course, those works are considered priceless. Here's another story. A singer named Eva Cassidy had a similar fate. During her lifetime, she sang cover songs in clubs and small auditoriums and recorded them in barter for dog sitting services that she offered the engineer. After she died from cancer, those recordings became a worldwide success. Her iconic renditions of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Autumn Leaves, and other cover songs were internationally acclaimed, and her demos were chosen for soundtracks of several hit movies. Okay, back to my young artist. After hearing the sad story, she stared at Van Gogh's shoes painting, almost crying at the injustice that neither Van Gogh nor Cassidy ever knew the value of their work, because it touched her own insecurity. What if she too never experienced success with her voice and her music? Well, it occurred to me to see it a completely different way. What if... Bravely listening to our own muse, we create something that we intuitively know is good, a vocal, a song, a speech, a performance. What if we share our work with a small circle of accountability that could give us feedback to make it the best it can be in final form, but we don't rely on popular opinion or current market forces to rate our work or determine the final form we settle on? What if we don't whine at not being commercially successful and instead that we commit to learning business promotion strategies to become visible and reach our ideal audiences? What if we're willing to accept that we may never in our lifetime know the full value of our work? What if we stop making it about numbers of fans What if we accept that there's deep value in our work if it changes the life of even one person in some way for the better? And finally, what if we trust that if we create something good the best we can, it is valuable? End of. The value of music or any other art cannot be determined by the initial marketplace reaction to it. There are forces we can't control including the ripple effect, the ears of the future, the compound effects, and the luck creating the right thing at the right time for the right cultural moment in history. The only thing we can do is to persistently choose to create something excellently. The voice only exists to deliver messages, so a voice being good has to do with the power and importance of the message it carries. The Grammys, the CMAs, the Doves, the record deals, and standing ovations for speeches are gravy. Ironically, most awarded to artists who don't limit the originality of their work to that which would win a talent competition. But as far as the intrinsic value of your work, my challenge is to bravely create your best. If you want to make it commercially successful, market and promote it with due diligence. But no matter what the financial rewards or critical acclaim that you get for your work, trust that your good work created excellently is a priceless part of the music of the spheres. Oh, and yes, my young artist now makes a good living as an award-winning performer and teacher. And that wraps up this episode. I do hope it's given you food for thought and maybe even some inspiration to dig a little deeper in your own creative well. I'd love to hear what stories you have that came to mind as you listen today. This podcast now has a Facebook group where we can discuss all things vocal. Find the link in the podcast notes. This is Judy Rodman, and you can always find me at judyrodman.com. See you next time for the next episode of All Things Vocal, the podcast for voices with messages that matter.